Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. friends and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created the amazing pop culture podcast starring dags and res today a powerful episode we are going to be talking about the movie john wick what is it chapter four mike we're AJ up to Riss? chapter four chapter four and other stuff i think from now on the, the podcast episodes will just be a main topic and then stuff and other stuff and jazz Ooh, jazz yes wow. and all that jazz we're we gonna go over like the five four notes and stuff yes whatever else yes the one third break what's what's better jazz hands or spirit fingers what do you like better i like jazz hands <laughs> and now across this powerful oaken desk is dj michael rez hey dags i'm surprised i remembered how to get over here to i know barn i know it's been a while uh it's crazy but there's a lot of construction that's happening around yes. the barn and uh come this week i don't i don't know it might be even harder for me to get here what's going on Lots of road construction. It is springtime, or as Minnesotans like to call, construction season. Yes. And that'll last until December. We had that uh, fake summer, and now we're back into winter here. The faux summer. Do you, do you say faux Fomer. or fox? Fox summer. Fox. F-A-U-X. Foxy. I like fox. Because I like the cool military alphabet. Alpha, oh, Bravo, Delta. Foxtrot. Foxtrot, Zebra, Zelta, Zelta. Zelta? Yes. Hmm. Is that between Delta and Is Zebra? Is that cool? Because I actually know the it's alphabet, the military but I pretend alphabet. I don't know it. I, I think that's cool. Or maybe it's true I don't know it. I used to know the entire military alphabet, what every letter stood yes. for. Uh, you don't know that anymore. You're always going to know M. You know what M is? It's Michael. It's Mike. We, uh, I know X-Ray. Yes. Echo. Once yes. I get past Echo and then Foxtrot, yes. from there it gets a little hairy for me. Like I yes. don't remember what G, H, or I. Uh, yes. Is it Indigo? Sure. Okay. Hello, friends. Powerful episode today. Yes. Let's talk Twitter, Mike, or DJ Riz. All right. Let's do it. Busted 25,000 followers. Wow. Nobody thought we would bust 25. And look at us now. We are 200 times higher than that. 25,000 followers and we couldn't do it without you literally literally and figuratively we couldn't do it without you yes thank you everybody for uh for following us have, have you seen the numbers go up as our numbers of followers have gone up your your engagement numbers yes that's great that's good yes you hate when you see like people get three million followers but only like two people see their tweets yes well we disturbing. are Verified now. Oh, yeah. There's been a lot of drama about that. Yeah, who cares? You want to pay for it, pay for it. The you don't, celebs, don't. you know, they say, they say they're leaving. <laughs> they're moving to Canada. Yeah, this isn't an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. There is no other Twitter, is there? Um, there's a lot of knockoffs, but I don't think they're 
They tried traction, traction or traction, traction, traction. LeBron James, LeBron James, Ellen. Apparently, uh, Elon Musk paid for their. Yeah, he's paying for like like the ones that really didn't want to pay for like Elon, Stephen King, and I think there was one other one that was like really complaining about not paying for it. So Elon's like, I'm just gonna pay for it to make it look like you're paying for it. Yeah, I think there's. They're really paying for it, but Elon goes, that's ah, fine. I'll cover it for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's something else. He's got his little thing going on and then he's like, yeah, I'll be a dick, but I, I'm going to not be so much of a dick. It's the old joke. They're all laughing on their way to the bank. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, SpaceX had their test flight. Spe- speaking of Elon, they had their massive un, what do they call it? Their, <laughs> uh, unplanned. Departure or whatever. Disassembly. <laughs> Disassembly. Disassembly. <laughs> uh, kind of like this podcast, but uh, only more spectacular. Yes. Did you see? So normally with the, that massive of a rocket, they, they normally have like water, something to deflect actual the sound and the power of the rocket engines. Mm-hmm. So they decided not to do anything. This thing dug like a crater 25 feet deep. I saw those and pictures. Blasted yeah. like shrapnel pieces of cement, the you know, almost a mile. It yeah. trashed his car. Yeah, I saw that. Who parks their car that close to a launch? Well, pad? It, was, <laughs> it was part of the thing, but you think it was part of the clicks? Yeah, they had the, yeah. no, they had a camera on there. Oh, <laughs> it blew out windows. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, the dust, like the sand that was kicked up and stuff, that was like falling three or four miles away. I mean, that's just, that's the power of those jet, those uh, jet engines on that thing. Rocket engines. Rocket engines, yes. yeah. Oh, it's oh, amazing. I said jet engine. Yeah. It's a fucking rocket. It's a rocket. Yeah. Oh, but that was pretty cool. I was watching the, uh, the watching it live on Twitter. And, uh, you know, they have like these three play-by-play analysts you know, doing like the, and there it goes, you know, oh, this is exciting. And then the one guy is like, okay, so it's going to tilt a little, you know, to the left. And then the uh, second stage will depart. And then it starts flipping. And he's still like, any minute now, we'll see the second section depart. And the woman that's on there is going, well, it kind of looks like it's tumbling. <laughs> and he's, well, we should still see the, and then it explodes. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't think that was supposed to happen. But I don't know. You can still get learn things out of disasters. So. I, I think, to be fair, I think it was a test, but it wasn't supposed to blow up right away. No, I, I have a feeling they, because they said after launch, anything extra after that was extra. Yes. So I think they were like, oh, we got it in the air, so we're going to do the second section departure. But if we don't get there, the, the whole point was just to blast it off. <laughs> it was a massive rocket. Yeah, you know, and I won't put it past them to actually put it out there that their plan was to do this thing, but in the back of their minds, they're like, no, it's going to blow up, and we're okay with that. We'll just make it seem like, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, it's all just a test. They're not going to blast anyone off to Mars in the next couple weeks anyway. Speaking of trenches, did you see Arnold news? The potholes? Yes. Yeah, did I you... did see that. So there was this... Apparently there's this massive trench pothole. What was that in front of his house or by his house or? Yeah, it was in his neighborhood. Yeah. So he's out there and he <laughs> fills it in. Yeah, he's like, come with me if you want to fill this pothole. 
if it drives, we can kill it. <laughs> yeah, they filled it up. It's like, what the hell? And did you find out what happened after that? No, what, it ha- what happened? It turns out it was a trench, a utility trench they had dug purposely because <laughs> they, <laughs> they were working on the utilities. Wait. <laughs> So there was like no utility markers or anything around it. They just—I'm oh, sure there was. <laughs> I didn't. Did the, the, the oranges ah! and the spray paints? There was spray paints on the ground, and I—I I thought it was the predator or something. Can you imagine that? Oh, he's what a dick! <laughs> yeah, he's a dick. That's what he is. <laughs> he's just stupid. Well, you would think. Can you imagine the nine one one call. Nine one one. What's your emergency? There's a hole in the streets. <laughs> The cars. Yeah, calm down, sir. <laughs> Help is on the way. <laughs> I think it's a Russian trench. Wow, that's uh, that's actually quite remarkably stupid. Well, <laughs> you would think. Oh, there's like five people in that video helping him. You think any one of them would have said something? They're probably just. It's like we'll just help this dummy. <laughs> We'll help this elderly man. I was drinking the Bavarian beers, and then did I see the trenches, and did we fill them in? <laughs> God, I miss Franco. Oh, man. Billy, Billy, help Oh, me. yeah. <laughs> What's got Billy so spooked? <laughs> it's the pothole. We're all going to die. There's a trench. <laughs> <laughs> no human dug that trench, sir. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's, like, driving by. This house, it's got the pool that's drained. There's a pool. There's, there's, there's no water. Just fill it in immediately. Get to the pothole. Yeah, with the, uh, that joke that was told in Predator is like, man, you got a big pothole. Man, you got a big pothole. <laughs> See the size of the pothole. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Well, that's what happens when you try to do something nice. You fuck it up every time. Yes. At least. He does. Yes. Don't do anything nice, Mike or DJRS. Oh, no problem. And did you see, uh, shifting uh, to more serious topics, Alec Baldwin, they dropped charges. I heard that. Did we know why? Apparently, allegedly, I heard the firearm was modified or it wasn't working properly, that it would fire without pulling the trigger. Really? Why would you modify a weapon that way, even if it is a prop? I don't know what's going on. Something's weird's going on. I think something weird's going on. That just doesn't seem right. But someone gets killed and someone gets shot also. Yeah. So they're dropping charges. Someone's at fault. And it, so if they're saying it's not Alec Baldwin, then it's definitely their armor. I would think so, yeah. But we'll never find out about her because she's not the big name. It's weird. Because the firearm, he's pointing it at there. I mean, you think now with CGI and everything, can we just switch to... Just have a prop gun and you don't need it to shoot. Yeah. So like in real life, you'd have like the, like a block of wood with like the green screen on it or whatever. And then you could just put it in afterwards. Something like that. I mean, they got to have something. I mean, in a disaster movie, they don't pop off a real nuke. You know, they don't. Not anymore. They don't air burst a (laughs) nuke for footage. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, That just seems, that seems odd. I didn't read why they were dropped or if there was something else going on. But yeah, that just. You know, like they say in the movie National Treasure, someone's got to go to jail, Ben. Yeah. So somebody's going to get in trouble for it. They're not just going to drop charges and say, well, that's it. Sorry, everybody. And then if you're the family of that poor lady, yeah, you, what are you thinking? Yeah, you want justice. Yes. I would want justice. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Yeah. 
That seemed it was like out of the blue too when that happened. You know, yeah, and you get prosecutors, they you know, they see Alec Baldwin, they maybe they see right or wrong that that's gonna further their career. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna be able to, you know, get name recognition from themselves going after this big case. Just uh if you have a big enough name, you can get away with a lot of stuff. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Money, money and fame. That means he's going to be back on Saturday Night Live. He was having a big Saturday Night Live run before this happened. Never since this incident happened, they took him off of Saturday Night Live. Well, his name, yeah, his name was tainted. Yeah, but now do they bring him back? Because his name is still his name, and now it's even more valuable to him. But it's weird. It seems like if you wait long enough, people will forget anything. Yeah, that is true. But he's kind of an ass. He's more. He's like. I think he's an ass enough where I bet his reputation doesn't come back the way it did before. He was, he was a, he was an ass before this happened. And then this happened, he was kind of being a jerk about it. And now charges are being dropped and it doesn't look good for him, even though it, you know, for him it's great, but it still kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And then they said, technically that doesn't mean they can't bring new charges. Right. But what are the, me, that's not going to happen. Yeah. They just say that so people calm down a little bit. Speaking of movies, let's get into John Wick. Dun dun. John Wick. For chapter those who, four. who don't know, the John Wick Chapter 4 is part of the John Wick universe. It's uh, an action thriller. It's technically part of the neo-noir, which is a genre of movies that you and I both enjoy. New Black, if yes. you will. And this is the sequel to John Wick 3, which was a sequel to John Wick 2, which was a sequel to John Wick. Uh, it's part of the John Wick franchise. Keanu Reeves is in this one, reprising his role as John Wick. Uh, Donnie Yen is in here. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. Lawrence Fishburne. Cast of thousands. People you've seen in all the movies. People you haven't seen in any of the movies. And uh, this follows John Wick. Uh, to New York City as he prepares to exact revenge on the high table. Now, you might have to go back to number three and watch that. To f- as, watch at least the last 45 minutes of that movie so you can kind of pick up where this movie, or it leaves off right where this movie kind of picks up. But yeah, he's got to go into hiding because of the ending of number three. Uh, and I think we were far enough along from number three. That was 2019 where he had killed the, the person, the highest person of the high table. Um, and so now the high table wants to exact revenge on John Wick and anybody who has ever helped him get through up until now. Um, so Winston, who is in charge of the Continental in New York, uh, and his concierge kind of pay the price for helping him out. Um, John Wick has to take refuge in the Japanese Continental. Um, and from there, action ensues, bounties go up assassins everywhere dags we have other another dog that's <laughs> that takes a central role in this movie not a john not a dog that john wick owns but there is another dog uh in this um and then we go through martial arts we have old fashioned weapons we have new fashion weapons we have unbelievable action we have unbelievable action. I say that twice on purpose because there's a lot of action 
and a lot of it is unbelievable. You know what's weird? Movies are always, they're make-believe, but they make right. them to be believable. Mm-hmm. Now we've reached a point where they're so over-the-top cartoon that you even have to believe it. It's like a no. It's, it's like Deadpool. When we think about superhero movies, you know, they're make-believe comic books, but you want them to be kind of real. You want right. people to die and get hurt. But then Deadpool just made that all go away. You know, you, no one dies. Right. So John Wick movies, they're almost like Tom and Jerry. In a but, way, yeah. Yeah, because you have this violence and people die, but did they really die and you can bring them back? And yeah. It's, it's really weird. Yeah, I think, uh, starting from the first one, I think what they did, you know, they they went out to set out, uh, you know, they set out to make this action movie, an assassin action movie with a lot of death and a lot of violence, and then here comes the second one, and what pe- what drew people to the second one were the headshots from the first one. You know what I mean? Like you would see, because you, you normally wouldn't see that. It was like every person that got shot in the John Wick movies ended up getting a headshot. Then they did it in the second one. Then they started going over the top with some of this violence, which doesn't feel like violence because of how over the top and cartoonish, like you said, it happens. And I think in this movie, in the first 10 minutes, John Wick kills his 300th bad guy on screen throughout all these movies. So he's already up to 300 bodies, you know, in the first 10 minutes of number four. And we just go on from there. And it just... Like you said, it's over the top. It's an assassin universe. So everybody is an assassin. Everybody's been trained to be an assassin. Everybody knows how to kill everybody. And it seems like the world around them has just kind of accepted the fact that there's assassins everywhere. It's weird because in a so-called normal movie, as soon as there's gunfire... People run and hide. The NPCs, exactly. Yeah. They run and hide. In this, they don't. No. They so, they dance in the club. Yeah, they dance in the club. They run in the streets. Yeah. That's an, took it to another weird level, too. Yeah. And, and the whoever gets shot, they're so hard to kill, too. Right. You stab them, shoot them. So they're almost zombies. Yeah. And only a headshot, a brain shot will kill them. Right. Yeah, which we have a lot of. Yes. You know, spoiler alert. If you've seen any of the John Wicks, you know what's going to happen. But they're with, I don't think this gives anything away, but there, there's a, a club scene. Everybody's dancing while all this action's going on around them. And they only react when, the, when a body like falls off the balcony or something. You know what I mean? And it was kind of that way in number, I think it was in number two, the one with Common, when he was in that one. Same thing. He's at a party and there's all this shooting and stuff going on, but nobody really stops until you know, like the 40th body hits the floor and then somebody's like, oh shit, <laughs> that was a gunshot. That wasn't the bass we were listening to in the, from the DJ. <laughs> so uh, it just, yeah, it just seemed kind of odd uh, when it's that kind of stuff. But it, it's still, I think it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. I mean, there's nunchucks in the samurai swords. I mean, come on. Yeah. I like the cinematography. It's almost like video game cinematography, the lighting and. Right. And every scene is kind of lit in a cool way. Oh, yeah. Like they'll have neon red or something. They'll have trees in the background. So everything is framed up cool. Yeah. I like it. The the only thing that I I got off of this is that throughout these movies, he becomes more and more Ted from Bill and Ted. Yes. 
And this one, he's like not over the top, Ted, but he's really getting into that <laughs> that Keanu voice. You know, I know <laughs> I, it is what it is, but he's a horrible actor, isn't he? Like when they yeah. got when they got him hanging there. <laughs> He's, he's just yeah he's horrible yeah yeah i mean it just yeah it just cracks me up so but yeah like there's a guy who does like if you've seen the movie bodyguard with kevin costner and whitney houston you know there's a scene where he's in the woods and he closes his eyes and he's listening there's like a whole character based off of that scene yes <laughs> so which i thought was pretty pretty funny he was probably one of my favorite characters in this movie so yeah so let's go over some of the characters like what was the name of uh, Skarsgård? He was the the Marquis. Marquis. Marquis yeah. Yep. There's the Marquis. Uh, there was Mister Nobody. What's okay. his name? The actor Skarsgård. What's his name? Bill. Yeah, yeah Bill. Bill. He was he's part of the Skarsgård family. He was fantastic. Yeah. He was a super cool, wasn't he? I mean, he was like James Bond villain. Cool. Yeah. That is true. And what was cool is normally, you know, normally you have the the bad guy, but he's kind of soft, you know, and rich, rich boy, you know. Mm-hmm. But this dude was powerful too. Well, he has to. He's you know part but, of the. But that's why it's cool, you know. Yeah. I thought, you know, part of the yeah the high table. Yeah, I mean, you got like Kane. He was a character in there. Donnie Yen, you know. What'd you think of him? I liked him. So I like you know. It's the funny part is like they have like it's over the top. And like Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves, but like all the other actors like play off of each other so well, and they know it's like an over the top movie, but it still it works. You know, it's like they the characters and and the actors know what they're getting themselves into. I wish uh, Lawrence Fishburne was in this more. Um, yeah, he was I like great. his little hobo army. Yeah. So you get introduced to them in the second one, and he's just kind of around, which I think is pretty. Pretty funny that these two are in the. They should have made some Matrix jokes, or right? Something. I yeah. know that's what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, that one Matrix reference yes. with these two in there. Yes, <laughs> it's like call a Morpheus by accident or something, or say you look like somebody I used to know, or even that would have been fine with me. So, but you don't even get that. What do you think of some of the action sequences, like going up the stairs? Did you like that? That you know, I do. I like. I that's what draws me to these movies is the action. Um, I'll, I'll I could watch like just five hours of them just doing one action scene after another, like if somebody mashed them all together. Do you but remember, the stairs is like 220 yeah. stairs or something. <laughs> when he's falling down, and it looks like he's purposely throwing himself down with his elbows. <laughs> you know, the untouchables, the scene on the stairs there with the Right, baby. with the baby carriage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's always something cool about stairs. Right. The exorcist, you know, stairs. Oh, yeah. Something magical about stairs. It's spooky, these yes. stairs. You know, if you see stairs in a movie, someone's falling yeah, down. That's them. why I take the elevator. Oh, good point. Yes. What about the escalator? I don't know. That thing freaks me out. You know, the escalator in Commando. Yes. There's an escalator yeah. scene there, too. It's a meat grinder. <laughs> One of my uh, my favorite things about this movie is the uh, these assassins, like the other assassins around John Wick. They're highly trained killing machines. But yet when they whip out their pistols, they go way dramatic and it's way up instead of yes. just like pulling it out, yes. pulling the trigger. You know, do the hip rock. Yeah. yeah, do something like that. But no, instead it's like this dramatic arm pull in slow motion and then they get popped in the head. Yeah. You know, you, you've seen the behind the scenes, you know, when they train like Keanu Reeves how to shoot. Yeah. You reach a point with John Wick movies like, 
why do you even have to make it believable training? Right. Like you said, just do whatever <laughs> you want because the whole movie is so over the top. Right, yeah. I did see um, like a behind the scenes in one of the, the scenes with the samurai sword, and he popped the guy, and it, it's a stunt double or whatever. He popped the guy in the head really hard. Wow. And he hit the ground, you know, and the director yells, cut. And as soon as he yells cut Keanu, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> it's like, and he's like, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay. But it's like, yeah, he really got him in the head. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> it's like, fake or not, that had to have hurt. Why would you take the guy's arm off? Well, you said cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So scenes I didn't like, car scene in the, you know, the traffic circle. Sure. Yeah. That just went on and on, and I thought that was stupid. Yeah. I don't know why that I didn't like that. There was, you know, they're shooting between cars and. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like that scene. Yeah. I didn't like, there was uh that Mr. Nobody character, you know, and he's. Yeah. What'd you think of him? I, I get it. He, he's a bounty hunter and he's doing what he's doing in the movie to make him, you know, the reason why he's there. But he keeps like, I, I don't think this will give too much away. He keeps upping, wants the, the price to go up. Yeah. John Wick. And he agrees to certain numbers, and then he'll call back and say, no, I want this now. And then they change it, and then it goes out to everyone the same way. It's like, well, I don't get it. I mean, you, you just agreed to that price, and now you want it to go up, knowing that it's going to go out to everybody else. It just makes his life a little harder. Yeah. It just, that just seemed a little weird. He looked too soft to me, didn't he? Like too baby-faced to be like a yeah. bounty hunter. But that's, yeah, it's probably on purpose, though, don't you think? And what's it? Because like, if he's a bounty hunter, he's got to get close to his bounties, right? So if he doesn't look like a bounty hunter, yeah. you know what I mean? But, I mean, it seems like, to me, he'd be some grizzled guy that's, you know, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, the other thing, you know, his, the dog, his dog, yes. that's, I think the movie could have gone without that. And there's just some parts where you're just like, why didn't, why didn't you do this instead? And they ripped off a scene from The Mask. Ah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And they just, I mean, yeah, you would think that at some point they would set John Wick up to go into a house and they'd just mow him down with a high-powered machine gun at some point. But <laughs> well, that's once again, you know, over-the-top cartoon stuff. Right. Although that suit, that bulletproof suit might be able to yeah. take out the... How about, how about a different type of dog? Like a golden doodle. That's what I would do. <laughs> I was thinking Chihuahua since that's what I got at my house. Yes. A little Jack Chi mix would yes. have tore some shit up. Oh, anything mixed with Jack Russell. Frazier, the stupid Jack Russell got yep. popular. Yeah. And then the mask. <laughs> These The dogs are psycho. I don't care. That's why they get popular. They're psycho dogs. And then everyone went and bought them and they yep. couldn't handle them. So they threw them off to the shelters. Now everyone has them. <laughs> I've got a, uh, so yeah, so we've got, this Jack Russell Chihuahua mix, who's a uh, whirlwind pain in the ass. But we were at obedience, our obedience class, and we just ended with her. There was a, a Jack Russell, like a pull, a purebred Jack Russell. She was well, more well behaved than my Jack Chihuahua mix. Oh, Chihuahuas are nuts too. Oh my god, nuts! It's the worst. They're uh, what's the word? They're possessive. Oh yeah, no, they tried to uh, they dominate with the like house. one person. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And then anyone else that gets near him, they go. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, she's, she's a broken dog. And they're so inbred, you know, <laughs> they fall off the couch and they get damaged. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, she's something else. 
Or yeah. or they get concussions when they fall down the stairs. Yes, and run you a grand. Jesus Christ. Don't have to tell me. That's, that's, when I texted <laughs> that's you, I said, what's the grand total? Yeah, yeah about a grand. About a grand. <laughs> yes. Uh, could have been worse. I mean, she could have stayed all night. It would have been a lot more than a grand. <laughs> yeah, I had. Uh, I went through that. Yeah. But no, so that's a podcast of a different episode. Yes, and we'll, we'll do a separate animal podcast. Oh yeah, the amazing Jack Russell podcast. But John Wick, yeah, Mister Nobody was. I like the idea, but I would rather have a Boba Fett type. Uh, you know, just a mysterious, more mysterious, not. And then I didn't like, you know, that whole scene when, when with uh, Skarsgård and showed his, what he did to him and, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, I didn't like that part either. Uh, there's, plus there's a lot of like, you have to kind of keep track of who is part of like which family, who is in the high table, who is not in the high, I mean, who's just below the high, who is above the high table. Would you, oh, I did like the, the card dealer. What'd you think of him? <laughs> It was pretty sweet. That 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 scene was pretty. Speaking about over the top. Yes. I mean, you're killing people with a plane. Card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was something else. You know where he, he got his inspiration from? The penguin. Yeah. Hey, take it easy <laughs> take over it easy. here. Wasn't he? Wasn't he just a total? <laughs> you get yes. Colin Farrell yeah. walks. Yeah, on. exactly. Hey, bat face. Hey, take it easy. Yeah. Oh, sorry, wrong movie. How you doing, John Wick, sweetheart? Yeah, I liked him. He was cool. <laughs> He's gonna be. He in was the, a cool uh, villain. That's how the DC universe. Yeah, totally. To, to he John was a Wick. cool villain. Yeah. How about you? What are some characters that you dug? I'm always like the concierge. Uh, I like him a lot. Yes. And and Winston's okay. He kind of bugs me. Why? But because he's like two faced throughout every movie. You're like, is he a good? Is he good? He uses, he's on John Wick's good side when he needs him. He's opportunistic. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. 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 He's, so he plays, yeah. plays a good role. Yeah. Uh, the daughter is pretty kick-ass. Yeah. Is Akira, I think is her name. Okay, let me ask you, did you stick around for the ending credits? I did. Okay. Yeah. So, so yes, make sure you guys stick, stick around. around. Yeah. Stick that. around. It should, uh, what I like is that the ending in that end credit scene is more questions than answers. Yes. So, but I did read a little bit about a spinoff coming up. That's not, it's not a secret. It's out there um, called the ballerina and Winston. And uh, I think Lawrence Fishburne is reprising their roles in this one, but it's, uh, I don't know if you remember in the second one where he goes to see the Romanian, his Romanian family. And uh, the woman there is, she's like a, She's at a ballerina audition, and there's ballerinas. So those are really trained assassins as well. And uh, Anna Diamaris, I think that's how you say her name. She's, uh, she's going to be the ballerina in this one. So we got one spinoff in the John Wick universe coming up. We'll have to see it. I hope it's over the top, like she takes a ballerina shoe off. and it, Maybe she kills people by throwing ballerina shoes at their heads. Those are the headshots in that. Do you like super over the top or do you think they've gone too far and you'd like to take it back down to more believable? I think it depends on the movie. Like if, if John Wick, the original, the first one was over the top, like John Wick four, it wouldn't have worked. I think you kind of, it kind of, it works because it builds itself up. It's like a gradual yes. over the top. Yes. But if he would have went over the top right away, it, nobody would have liked it. You know, it'd still be a, they probably would have made two. 
of these movies. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I don't mind over the top as long as we gradually get to that point. You can't start off over the top. No. It's like the, uh, the Marvel movies. By the time we got a Marvel, oh my you know, God. it just kept getting more over the so top. But the if you John Wick, John Wick way, yeah, the John Wick movies got better. Right. Oh, Marvel, yeah. Marvel absolutely. did the opposite. Right. Yeah. You know, Iron Man was great, you know, Avengers. And then it just went to Ragnarok and Fat Thor. And yeah, it, it ugh, got. They just, yeah, they turned yeah. everyone into a pussy. I mean, it's just, they just nerfed everyone and just made everything a big joke. Right. Yeah. Not everything has to be a big joke. Well, when you run out of ideas, everything yeah. becomes a joke, and you but try there to really is, but, but there is plenty of ideas. There's plenty of comic book characters. There's a million stories. You don't have to. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think maybe they just overthought it. You know, once you start overthinking, that's when problems start, and that's why I'm I'm hoping that this new James Gunn DC universe stuff starts off really good. So, because it seemed like they they didn't even have a plan really. For the DC universe, thank God James Gunn is like, we're going to blow it up and start over again. So I'm really hoping that that takes off and is entertaining. Because um, uh, we need to do something with that that universe. It needs better than Black Adam, what I'm saying. Yeah, what they need to do is just go back to the basics. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But, I mean, your core characters are insane. Superman, Batman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Everyone loves them. Yeah. You know, so stop, you know, trying to change things, reinvent it, just go back to. Put you know, Aquaman it, in his orange shirt. Exactly. Well, I always said Aquaman, you know, everyone says, he, you know, take him as a joke. Yeah, as an adult, yeah, but they're originally made for kids, comic books. People forget that. Right. So if you wanted to do that, what I would do is take Aquaman, orange, and just, he's a family character. You know, he's not dark, he's not the dark knight. It's right. just don't change him. Keep him the way he is. Make the movie if people like it, if they don't like it. Right. You know? Yeah. Make Superman. Superman is truth, justice, and the American way. But then they, you know, they changed and all this and brooding and dark and took away the America. Well, that's what the character was back in the 30s. Yeah. The Christopher Reeves Superman was to you, the best that's Superman. Superman. That's Superman right there. Not Superman 4, though. Yeah. That's like I always said, if you want a new character, you make the character, but don't take an old character he was made in the 30s right that's what it was you know mm-hmm. so I well it's bouncing off of his chest let's get back to that yes i like that one superman where it bounced right off his eye that was cool do you remember oh that with one? brandon what's his name yeah that was a <laughs> was cool it thing. superman lives was yeah, that what knows? it was called? <laughs> have you ever seen like uh i think the history channel did like the science of superman where they brought in all these scientists and they talked about like the physics, if Superman really existed, what would have, what would have happened? And like, they're like, oh yeah, well, the reason why Superman can fly is must be because the, the gravity on Krypton was so powerful that when he got here, you know, he's not really flying, but he's jumping, you know, and it's like, and if, if he, if his molecules were so tight that he could deflect bullets, then he couldn't even comb his hair with the plastic comb. You know, it's like, wow, these nerds are really breaking it down. I like that when they kind of, take science and make things possible. You know, they always say suspend your disbelief. Sure. So if they do it enough where it makes sense. Yeah. So oh, look, we got woolly mammoth meatballs now. God damn it. Oh my God. Leave it to uh, the people of earth to bring back a woolly mammoth and turn it into food first before we bring back the actual animal. Yes. 
Bringing it back to John Wick. Out of five, what's a good weapon? A pencil. Oh, I like pencil. Let's do uh, let's do playing cards. Five playing cards. Yeah, uh, five playing cards. What are you giving John Wick? I am giving John Wick four playing cards. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Let's go more over the top, and uh, we'll see if there's a number five or what this ballerina does. How about I, for you? I will give it 4.5. Very good movie. I would cut out that car scene. I Oh, I did like the the Dragon's Breath shotgun shells, mm. the flaming shotgun shells. Have you seen those in real life? Yes. Yeah, those are pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, Dragon's Breath, yeah. Those are awesome. Yeah. So I love that. I love that uh, that top-down shot going in room to room. Yeah. So there's a lot the of cool. cinematography is pretty sweet. There was a lot of cool shots in this movie. A lot yeah. of. That was cool. Yep. Yeah, I'm giving it a four or five. Nice. Yeah. It's uh, over the top, mega killing, but visually stunning. Sound was cool. I dug it. Sweet. Yes. Give us more Lawrence Fishburne. Yes. You know, we should do a, they should have a uh, origin movie for him. The hobo army boss with his pigeons. Or it could be like a. Young army guy on a river, Vietnam. Oh, that would be a great story. Yes. <laughs> Apocalypse <laughs> then. <laughs> Powerful. Well, make sure, you know, you guys were up to 25,000 followers. Let me look right now. What I'm, oh, I'm hoping we're latest? at 25,001. What do you think we're at right now? 25,001. Okay. We are at 25,000. And 59. What in the hell yes. happened? I'm just saying. You got 59 more since yes. yesterday? Yes. Holy cow. Yes. That is amazing. Yes. We Make must sh- celebrate. Yes. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. We're verified. Not, not that we paid, but Elon Musk paid for ours. Thanks, Elon. Yes. Yes. Thank you. At Amazing Pop Pod. At Amazing Pop Pod. Papa. You know the military alphabet. Papa. Papa. Orangutan. Orangutan. Pigs. Yep. <laughs> it's exactly what it yes. is. Don't don't look it up. It's exactly no, what it that's, is. That's exactly what it is. We hope you guys enjoy this powerful episode. Mike or DJ Rez. You're at Mike Rez Radio. At Mike Rez Radio. You can find me everywhere. Excellent. I just ask you one more thing before we wrap this up. Please tell a friend about our podcast. Please jump on the bandwagon again. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production. 